Man, everyone's pissed about Diablo Immortal, but I'm here to tell you the conspiracy theories are wrong. That's right. Uh, you can still be pissed off, though. The gamers have risen up on this corporate shilling bowl of dude soup. It sounded like Greg Miller when he did that. Yeah, too much? Yeah. No, 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 I'm saying like your voice sounded like Chris, or Greg, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Christopher Hemsworth. Chris Miller. So yes, uh, apologies, had had to kind of wrangle control there for a little bit, but James, you were saying, no, Christopher Hemsworth's body. difference in their bodies. They're mm. all jacked. They yes. the difference. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. All the Christophers? They're all jacked. Chris Pratt was for a bit. Chris Pratt was. He was kind of like, okay, definitely a chunky dude who's now in the best shape of yeah. his life. Like, oh, I knew that guy in college. He was a fat ass. Now he's jacked. That's what he became. He was huge in Guardians 1. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because was he was a big shot. dude who just and he had a slimmed down. And he but also worked out for in terms of their body shape, Chris Evans is like built like a bodybuilder. He's like, it's a V from the edge of his shoulders down into mm -hmm. his waist. I see. Whereas Chris Hemsworth is like, if you look at his core, it's just like a solid straight tube up to his shoulders, and then it's arm gi gigantic arms that are bolted onto the side. That means he's ha he has to have lifted that way, right? I mean, sometimes it's just the way you're born. Yeah. He just might not be born with super broad shoulders, mm. but he's lifted so much in his fucking arms that his delts are just massive, so he just looks like he has these bolted on mm. massive arms. Either way, I'd kill for any one of those bodies. But yeah, it's definitely just a surfer's surf surf okay. body. This podcast is brought to you by three sponsors. Sorry to interrupt again. Uh, Blue Apron Hymns and Stitch Fix. You can catch this week's menu. Get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash soup. Uh, you can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 while supplies last at fourhymns.com slash dude. And you can get started now at Stitch Fix uh, at stitchfix.com slash dudesoup and get 25% off your order when you keep all items in your Stitch Fix box. Uh, so thank you, sponsors. Uh, first up, brief announcement. This is going to be a bite-sized dude soup. Really going to aim for it to be an hour or under. So we'll see. I got a little timer going. I'll race you. Yeah, see that? <laughs> Hold on. You see, what makes Trevor Tesla so better with Chris Evans really on? And also... Uh, we got to get this discussion out of the way. Quick. Yeah, That's yeah. Good. We're good. We can move I on. I think, yeah, we've... No, don't, oh, I'm, I'm looking at the feedback. People want, want it to be shorter, but yes. also want less direction. Oh. So, okay. I'm going to do both those things at the same time. All right, okay. All right. Uh, to, to wit, boy, people are mad about Diablo. Yeah. Uh, so, brief, brief recap of what happened. Um, there was a tweet a while ago. Let's check the date. Uh, this is sort of the long winding lead up to it. August 8th, uh, with the community Green manager zeros. by the On name of Brandy Campbell. Brandy Campbell. Yeah. She posted a video basically saying, hey everyone, you guys should all get super excited about what's coming up for Diablo, multiple projects. That ended up being true to a fashion. Uh, they since announced Diablo Switch, and now Diablo for mobile phones, which is Diablo Immortal. Uh, there are some other rumors. There's a rumored Netflix project. There's a rumored Diablo 4, which has all but been confirmed. Di Blizzard still hasn't said in words, we are working on this. But of course they are. But of course they are. Uh, uh, there was also a... Uh, so. I think Blizzard sort of felt the rumbles. They saw the water rippling in the cup, and they were like, well, shit. They posted a blog article on October 17th saying, uh, basically, Diablo 4 is not going to be at BlizzCon. Please don't get your hopes up. Now, we hit BlizzCon. Uh, there's the opening ceremonies. This is when Blizzard does all their big announcements. Mm. They announce a couple things. They save Diablo Immortal for the finale, the big announce at the end. Mm. Um, yes, so not only did you have somebody at Blizzard saying, get really excited about Diablo, and then another announcement that was only in a blog saying, maybe not Diablo 4. Everyone's expecting huge news. Boom, it's, it's the, uh, one of the like, core franchises now on a phone. 
that stokes a lot of gamer fear about microtransactions well, it's and also gamification. Like a, it's like a reskin uh, Chinese mobile game, right? Yes, it is co-developed with NetEase, who has mm. made other hack and slashes that themselves already look like Diablo, Oops. and then Diablo Immortal looks like those, which look like Diablo. So it gets weird. It's very much out of Blizzard's playbook, right? Like yes, what like traditionally making speaking, a yes. Blizzard like they generally make Blizzard versions of other games. Yes. They generally don't have other people making mm. their games, which have already been. Yeah, you're already ripping us off, but now we give you our blessing to skin your rip off. Yeah, it just seems like out of their playbook generally. You're not wrong. Uh, corporate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's so it, it's weird to balance the two, right? There's. Mm. There's, I think, a very justifiable uh, disappointment from video game players who wanted a core, a core title, especially at BlizzCon, which is speaking to the core Blizz, Blizzard audience. It's a bit of a mismatch to think that they would be excited about a more casual-facing mobile title. Well, I think that's the biggest issue, which I totally understand, is people saying, I bought tickets and I got a hotel to come to BlizzCon because I saw this announcement video saying I should be excited about BlizzCon mm -hmm. if I like Diablo, and then I get there and it's a mobile game. Yeah. I completely understand why those people are mad, and I don't think they're being entitled for being mad. It's like for when sure. you tell them to be excited to the extent that you're advertising this convention, and they go, and then they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, I get that. It makes sense to me. Sure. Stop sending people death threats. Who, but who, yeah. who here has been to BlizzCon? Eh? So, okay. James. For, let me. I let, knew they were going to announce a mobile game. I said, I'm not I, paying for that. I think I've, <laughs> I think I've been to three, maybe four BlizzCons. Uh, Never once have I had a good time. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I've always had man. a time. Uh -huh. I didn't have a bad time. I didn't have a good time. I had a time. That's so a bummer I went, here. It's a pretty empty, it's, it's the, uh, the same place they had VidCon, right? Yeah. That, uh -huh. that giant place. And it's, there's one area we can play Diablo, one area you can play World of Warcraft, one player you can play Overwatch. There's a giant stage, and that's kind of it. So I mean, Bad Dark Moon Fair. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like it's a like there's niche conventions. And sure. I think RTXs sometimes. Yeah. I think sometimes they like do a good job. RTX does a good job of getting like also Nintendo's like like they mm -hmm. do stuff like that. But there's certain conventions that are niche conventions that aren't the PAXs or the Comic Cons that Absolutely. are like. Absolutely, I don't begrudge it for that. You love this. Oh. Get over here. So maybe you're not like well, maybe you're not the Blizzard fanboy that should be going to a BlizzCon. Oh, of course, I'm and like I am a Overwatch fan and I am a Diablo fan. I'm yeah. a Warcraft fan, not a World of Warcraft fan. But like, I still remember you would get like an exclusive pet mm -hmm. or something like yeah. World of Warcraft. Uh, there was still something that like I remember people would lose their shit over. Like this thing's worth three hundred dollars to me for whatever reason, or like. You had a cool little Raynor toy, which I think we still have. They still do that somewhere. at BlizzCon. Okay, I had a little goodie bag. That to stuff. me was the only thing that was like, that made sense is you go there physically for the, the goodie bag, but don't get your hopes up for any huge announcement. Uh, every five years, maybe you'll get an Overwatch announcement thing, but like... I, it, it always felt just, to me like it's a celebration of those people that love Blizzard stuff. Sure, I'm just saying, if you work for Blizzard, you should never tell anyone to get excited for BlizzCon. You should be like... Get ready for a time of your life. Yeah, I kind of agree. Like, I I didn't think it was fantastic because there was a lot of shit that I had already played that I, you know. But but that's coming from people who go to conventions a lot, right? Sure. Imagine if that's the only one that you go to in a year, you probably have a great time. Like, we're probably a little bit jaded about it because I've been to a million conventions. They're all holes with video game posters. Adam jaded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not jaded. I just I I tempered my expectations years ago when yeah, yeah. I remember I went and they're like. And now it's time for the, the cosplay contest. Like, I get it. I, it's totally niche. It's mm -hmm. for those people who love it. I don't begrudge them. Yeah. But I can't imagine you go there expecting, like, to, pardon the pun, to be wowed. Yeah. Well, I know. mean, <laughs> the reason I've never gone to a BlizzCon is the same reason the, the brief moments when we've played Heroes of the Storm only to get Overwatch skins. I'm like, 
who are these people? <laughs> I'm going to be Jaina. I don't know who that is. Like, like I don't, but it's that's me. I'm not yeah. saying that's the thing called on Blizzard. That's me. It's just mm. never been the game company that but has been my childhood, I just, whatever. Unless Blizzard knows they're going to announce the next World of Warcraft or the next Diablo, they should just be like, we'll see you there. Yeah. And, you know Have what? a good time, eat some ice cream. People well, yeah. don't believe that, though. That's yeah. part of the problem. They whip themselves up. Like, yeah, you want to so be hyped. PSX last year, I knew they weren't going to announce anything, and everyone's like, they're going to have the most fucking announcements of all time. Like, it was never going to happen, yeah. especially because the Game Awards had a bunch of announcements. Of so people were super excited about it, and then they were like, what the fuck was that? And it was like, guys, just... They said in blog posts, they're only talking about these things. It happened with E3 this mm -hmm. year as well. They're like, they only talked about those four games. They said that's what they yeah. were going to do. Please believe they, them when they say that. To me, it's like a, a tug of war between the like marketing arm of mm -hmm. a business and the actual developing arm of a business, right? Like, sure. they the can't just say, we're going to do this convention. Like, so whoever went to the Blizzard money check writers had to say, this will be a good thing. It's going to ignite the audience. Mm -hmm. it, we're going to have there's going to be a spike in BattleNet traffic, and they were like, <laughs> like they had to justify the cost because sure. these things aren't inexpensive. They're yeah. expensive to put on, right? Mm -hmm. So they had to work it up, and then then also from that also comes the marketing. But I feel like the developers of these games are at no point they they're like. I mean, we're not going to be done with this game for another eight years, like, yeah. you know, like, or like they're probably. I mean, the Overwatch guys maybe are like, well, we have a new character we've been working on. They're like, can you get done by BlizzCon, please? And they go, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, let me cut in for a moment. I, I forgot to introduce everybody for one, but I'll oh. let that one die. Okay. Uh, number two, I actually do need to disclose something. I am currently dating in a long-term relationship with somebody who works at Blizzard. And not only that, but specifically works on Diablo. So take that for what you will. Um, <sighs> I am. I'm going to get all those yens. <laughs> I'm dating a girl online. Uh, her handle, I'm sure she's a woman. I'm positive. We've talked. She's Definitely real good at Diablo. Definitely works for Blizzard. Definitely. Hooking <laughs> me up with items. My dad works for Blizzard. She too. said Same. if I make yeah, a podcast that's real good, she'll send me some Diablo coins that mm -hmm. I'll get to use in Mortal. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually don't have any monetization. yet. Anyway, disclosure over. Uh, I am, I theoretically have bias and skin in this particular game. Hmm. Uh, however, what I'm about to talk about should be somewhat removed from that. Uh, so the, the conspiracies that trickled in after the fact are always really interesting because, kind of like you guys were saying, there is this presumption that if there's any kind of announcement or event, that there must be big news to follow it. Sure. And then if that doesn't happen, people tend to find a narrative that supports that even if it's not there at all. Uh, so there was a YouTube trailer for Diablo Immortal. Um, it was made unlisted. Another one was uploaded. Uh, people saw that as an attempt to sort of restart the negative launch that that, that trailer had, because it is bad. It's getting downvoted horribly. Yeah. Um, on top of that, uh, using Social Blade and some other tools, people found that the number of dislikes on the video was apparently decreasing. So dislikes disappeared from the video. Oh. Hmm. Uh, and then also some people were reporting, reporting that their negative comments were getting deleted or removed. So all of this, yeah, all of this creates this narrative that Blizzard is, for some reason, like, Blizzard is stupid enough to think that they can control the narrative about Diablo and misrepresent Diablo Immortal as being successful. That's like a tidal wave, or like the scene in Perfect Storm where they're like going up the wave, but then George Clooney takes out a bucket. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, don't <laughs> worry. That, that analog is more literal than you might think. So yeah, there, there was a number of dislikes on it. 
and it was like somewhere in the realm of 600,000 or something like that. And then it went down by like 10,000. So everyone was like, oh, Blizzard! Blizzard is talking to YouTube and they're in concert together. As if YouTube would say yes to that though. <sighs> like, yeah, like like YouTube doesn't have enough on their hands to deal with this. They're like, yeah, we'll remove 10,000. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, sorry. It's at four, okay, I must have seen it when it was around 300 then. I apologize. Because yeah. now it's at 474. That's brutal. But yeah, yeah. the ratio went from like 2% upvotes to like 2.5. That's engagement. That's so, great. So that, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That the, the unbiased robot of uh, <laughs> YouTube would say, they go, the engagement's good. We should share Looks this. Looks good. Yeah. Pressing the button. Should be on the front page. Number one trending. <laughs> so one of the things that, uh, and like a lot of people reported about this, about how Blizzard was manipulating views. This is, I'm a little disappointed at some of the headline writing because it assumes positives when they're not there. So Yang Ye is a, a reporter that I so usually act like a lot, but he put up this video. Blizzard is shadily deleting dislikes and comments on Diablo Immortals YouTube uploads. Hmm. Uh, oh Not my even God, a question mark at the end of that prognostication. Yeah, come on, clickbait us a little bit. Uh, so, the problem here is a the problem here is that uh, this whole situation sort of belies a misunderstanding about how YouTube works. Um, and we've been on YouTube for a long time. It is more complicated than you think. So this video has a view counter on it, 450,000 views, right? That must mean 450,000 people clicked play and watched it. That's not the case. Mostly because YouTube has to deal with a lot of people trying to exploit or manipulate their system. And this is all visible in public support documents that YouTube has published. So I did some digging around in there. And what I saw was uh, on a likes and dislikes report, uh, YouTube listed these criteria, which are pretty applicable right now. Uh, namely, quote, you may see like-dislike counts change as some may be marked invalid and periodically removed from the counts. Hmm. Learn more about likes in our likes policy, which is another thing you can read about. And another quote, quote, in rare instances you might see more likes and dislikes than views since these metrics are adjusted by different verification systems. The point being there that views, likes, dis and dislikes are all verified, so they're behind. And then once, once YouTube goes back, they might adjust views or dislikes or likes up and down automatically depending on where those sources came from. Hmm. So the trouble here that is in acknowledging that, it implies that somebody from the audience was downvote spamming that video. And I don't want to do that because gamers are all really sore about being told that they're entitled and whiny after all this. And I don't think that that's necessarily true. Death threats, obviously not allowed and, and totally uncalled for, but I don't want to say that that's what was happening, that the community got so upset that one or two individuals decided to downvote spam the video. That does seem like it is what happened, though, as opposed to Blizzard contacting YouTube, both of them getting together and saying, we have to remove 5,000 dislikes from this There's video. There's just <laughs> no way they would do that. Yeah, so that's when these conspiracies start to break down a little bit. Uh, so I think that's what happened with the, the YouTube video. Removing comments, sure. Like, I've worked at companies, one of the like second companies that I worked for, Someone uploaded a video that everyone was mad about, and they just started removing the comments. And you just have to be like, "Don't do that." Yeah, I don't yeah. think it YouTube doesn't work. Do it's that. so. Be, you, I mean, they could be mm. like, they could be doing Blizzard it. Blizzard may yeah, be yeah. doing and it. And I don't, I wouldn't discount that. That some community manager is super upset and is like, "I'm going to remove them all." But it's such a bad idea for companies to do it. Yeah. And what's the more realistic angle that YouTube or Blizzard would call YouTube and say, "Can you get rid of 10% of these?" And then you know, now it changes. Leaving it. Going from like yeah, eight hundred thousand to yeah, seven hundred and fifty. Yeah. yeah, and it's like they're like, hey, thanks, you really helped me out. Or would they just disable yeah. likes and dislikes and just hide it? We've also which a lot told, of people do. We've been told by YouTube directly that likes and dislikes are one of the least important factors in a video's like ranking on YouTube. Yeah. It's nice for the uploader to get a bearing on how the community is reacting, and that's certainly how it's being used now. 
But in terms of videos getting recommended on YouTube or placement and search, like and dislike has very little to do with it because it's so mercurial. Uh, it's what's the Didn't word? It it's up to, to the whims like of the masses. Five star rating? Did they? they I know they, they used to have percentages. Do, they used to do stars, yeah. um, yeah, which used to that. count. Yeah. It used to be views, and then it used to be uh, yeah likes and like all sorts of engagement. It has now switched to basically watch time, and if you're interacting with the video, are you clicking through? Are you watching? And these things are changing every year, which yeah. is extremely frustrating for us when you're Todd. on YouTube. Yeah, we're getting swept right now. And Woo. you're trying to keep up, and it's like when you get into meetings, people go, all right, I think we figured it out. Play Fortnite, and we go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then they change the rules the next month, and you're like, we yeah. just figured it out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but was you know what never changes? What's that? Delicious meals you prep from home with Blue Apron. That was, that was ace. Nice. Thank nice you. Nice job. So uh, Blue Apron is a meals by mail service. Essentially, uh, they will send you pre-portioned, pre-packaged ingredients and a little recipe card with instructions on how to prepare. Uh, I've been a Blue Apron customer ever since they started repping this podcast for about three years now. And my journey has taken me so far all the way into downtown Culver City uh, to the, what is it, the new school of cooking. I took a knife skills class because mm. uh, I... I, just in terms of doing it, I've developed my own knife skills and most of them are all right, some of them are not. Uh, one of the things that I learned, not only is like knife grip, you don't hold the handle like a caveman, yeah, you have to pinch the blade with your thumb and your forefinger. And then the other thing, the other habit that I slipped into is whenever I was cutting things, I would, I would use the palm of my hand to grip it and then rest the knife against my thumb. Ugh. Yeah, the, uh, the, the instructor said, you will chop the entire side of your thumb off, yeah. uh, which I haven't done yet, but. Uh, they actually had a word for it. You're supposed to, you're supposed to claw it. You're, yeah, you're supposed to use your knuckles, which yeah. are higher. Oh, that freaks me out too. Big. So the problem I but had it, with well, this, it's, it's like it goes up against the knuckles. So you yeah, like that. yeah. You never, you never lift the knife <laughs> up that. You all high. do that. It's very funny. What? <laughs> what? You just go like this. Go like What's wrong? What's wrong with this? Yeah. The, the problem that yeah, I had. Is, you all just did it right without here. questioning. Why? That's how you chop. That's how you chop. How do you chop? Like this. Grow up, Alana. What's your problem? Like that. Don't be like Alana. Be like. Be like Adam, me, and James. Sign up for Blue Apron. Learn your knife skills. You can get the first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash soup. Once more, that's blueapron.com slash soup. Uh, I will educate you further about how my knife skills are coming along in future episodes, because I know that that's why people listen to this podcast. Guys, I have no arms. They oh yeah, one. I picked that one up on my own. Because like you people do like the knife, you do that. You rock it like a boat. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. you you put a you put your palm on it and then you just rock it up and down. Yeah. If anyone's ever doing the like audible tap 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 tap, they're just dulling That's their wrong. blade. Also slap chop. Histrionic garbage. Huh? Slap chop. Garbage. Oh really? For onions, bad. How are you supposed to sharpen a slap chop? That's what I want to know. You, you don't, you throw, throw it, it away. Window, yeah. <laughs> yeah, toss that shit in the trash. Can you all yeah. just shut up and get back in the kitchen, please? They had a crank chop. Working on it. I love crank I actually bought it. My dick just fell I was off. cooking so much. Wow. Good for you. Good for you. I, I, I think since, since we've moved into Does the house. Say kiss the kook? <laughs> cock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since we've moved into the house, I think I've done most of the cooking. Because I get home before Jess, so I'm like, I'll cook. You relax, sweetie. Mm-hmm. You want some wine? And I'm trying yeah. to Joel. Very <laughs> so, nice. Good job. Yeah. Cooking's great. I, I, like I, I used it. to cook a lot, but now when I get home, I exercise. So I've traded food for getting ripped. Yeah, no, Boo. Boo. Well, it's like Boo, lame exercise, too. It's just biking. Also, yeah. I have to find Switch games that I can only play with a D-pad, because ever since I dropped it on Halloween, the analog stick doesn't work. You oh, no. You cook? <gasps> I'll, put a, yeah, I'll put a treadmill in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Hot oil's flying. I always hear those stories about people like, I hooked up a treadmill to Skyrim, so when I play, and they're like, 
<laughs> like just running everywhere. Yeah. Well, I did that one time and I was like playing multiplayer games, but my treadmill was on the side and my TV was next to me. So when I would like, I would slowly walk off of the treadmill because I was <laughs> oh, looking to, oh, on yeah, an yeah, angle yeah. and I would slowly an just like, oh. It's got to be straightforward. Uh, it was real bad. I don't know. The only thing that would work is like a biking simulator. Well, yeah. I, I am sure you have something you want to move on to. Oh, I mean, you discussing. I was just like for me, like, it's mostly closing thoughts about Diablo. There's because there's that aspect of it, but there's the whole aspect that people are angry about this game in the first place, and it's because they wanted an actual Diablo, as they mm -hmm. should be, right? And they, I think that's uh, valid. And, they, and instead, they were given a mobile game. I think it a also speaks of Marvel Legends. It speaks to fears <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's bizarre given that in the tw over 25 years Blizzard's been around, they have an excellent track record of developing games. Yeah. Also, their most recent release was. Overwatch, which is a very core PC-focused shooter. Uh -huh. So, on one level, I get that this announcement represents a total violation of everything Blizzard's supposed to stand for. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, fuck, man. A quarter of a century, you can't give them like a little, a few months of, of faith. Well, I think, the way I think, they handled it was very good. The way they handled them, it was You bad. can give them that thing, but yeah, to put yeah. it on a stage mm -hmm. like that yeah. and uh, yeah. like... It, it's frustrating when Todd Howard showed him how to do it, literally. I know, what, it is just that. Four years you know, ago. It's yeah. weird, too, because... I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like, like I said, BlizzCon is a fan event. It's a celebration of the people that love these games. In E3, everyone gets upset at EA when they spend, yeah. you know, 25 minutes talking about FIFA's new whatever card trading system. Sure. That's, but that's never felt like a fan event. The E3 press conference has never felt it's like an, a fan it's event. It's an investor Investors, event. Yeah. It's an investor event. Yeah. And Our this feels industry. like an investor move yes. at a fan mm -hmm. event. You're 100% yeah. right. Which is like, someone should have raised their hand and said mm -hmm. like... I'm sure they did though, that's the thing. Is it represents someone a lot always of says something. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's tough. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people say like, and this is not to discount, because I do agree that it was a bad move and handled poorly. Also, the fact that there wasn't an immediate game plan for how to deal with it also like, speaks to the fact that they should have known. Yeah. Um, I, I get. I totally understand why people are mad, and I'm not like on the the tirade of calling gamers entitled for this. But I know that companies function so much. It's so much more complicated than you would always think. Of course. And and someone somewhere probably noticed it. Someone thought it would be an issue, but they didn't expect it. But mm -hmm. I also want to say the people who are sending death threats because that's happening. Mm -hmm. Sucks. Don't do that. And then sending it to com community managers and low-level devs who have no say in any of it. And just yeah. like, you can be mad, but you're directing that hate at the wrong fucking people. Like, yeah. just stop doing that. Death yeah. threats accomplish nothing aside from invalidating the very point you're trying to make. Right. Um, game companies do listen. They listen to money and they listen to sentiment. They really do. So, by all means, make your voice heard, but be civil and respectful. It's okay to say that this fucking sucks and was done poorly, mm -hmm. but when you start threatening it, then you get that wash of, well, you guys are just entitled babies, and why should we listen to you? So, yeah. talk like an adult, and people will treat you like an adult, is the thing that I would say. At the same time, it is totally okay to be upset about this, because it kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. It was just the, the reaction to when they say things like, don't you all have phones? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, when they turn yeah. it on the audience and go, what's your problem? Why don't you like this that thing? That was not the best reaction now. Yeah. But, I mean... But they also probably shouldn't have done a Q&A on a fucking mobile game. They should have said... An hour after? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, they, right after. Yeah, and like... Treat mobile games like, I, I don't know, like a th garbage. Just sort of like, here's a thing, take it or leave it, whatever. If you like it, that's awesome. Like, it's just candy, right? Yeah. It's not good for you. Yeah. But yeah. you can enjoy it, and it's immediate satisfaction. You maybe feel a little sick after you're done with it. Yeah. But it's there, and if someone's like, oh, how's the mobile game work? Like, oh, you know, it's a cool thing, whatever. I wanna, but, like, they could have at least maybe done so I don't know, like... I, 
I played the demo. The frustrating thing is it's actually pretty that's fun. That's the thing. I think this is so much more complicated than we think. So I spoke to technically five separate people at BlizzCon who are Blizzard employees about this. And there's some stuff that I won't share, but one of the things is that they they wanted to make a good mobile game. They were like, we want to make a good mobile game. We think most of them are bad. We're Blizzard. We know how to make good games. A million people use that platform. Let's make a fucking good one. So sure. they're like trying to do something but, ultimately positive. But even, sorry, you finish, you finish. No, that's you, it. Go I was going to say, but even to Adam's point, that's like someone like, I want to make good candy. A cliff bar. <laughs> like, you know, like, but like someone was expecting uh, Lawrence to come yeah. in with the Blue Apron meal. Yeah. You know, like, right. Like it still feels like a good mobile game. There are, listen, trust me. I love me some mobile game. Sure. Singular. Game one. one yeah. Right? <laughs> like, but I even acknowledge it as what it is, sure. which is a sub game, which is a distraction. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if they're like, we want to make the best mobile game ever, you're still making the best candy ever. Yeah. Not a meal. You know? They should never like, have announced it that way. But from that perspective, yeah. it doesn't sound like they're just trying to make a cash grab. Yeah. Sure, huh. that's part of it, but they're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to make a good game, not just a shitty reskin. Which but is weird because they did this. that with Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone is like. That was PC first, though. I, no, I'm saying. People I'm forget saying, that, but no, that's but how I'm it saying it's like, it's like an ATM. Mm -hmm. Hearthstone, when they announced Hearthstone, I was like, oh, well, that's an ATM. For sure. They yeah. just want that. And it's digital, too. They don't even yeah. print the cards. Yeah. But I was like, but it was done yeah. in the way that it was clearly a game. It's a yeah. game first. Here you go. It's not Here's anything fans. less, yeah. but it is an ATM, and we're going to get rich off you. Like, kind of, and I think that's a fair relationship to have. Yeah. It's a fair communication. This feels like you want to buy our ATM, but, mm -hmm. like, but it's a really great one. You know, like, but I don't know. It, well, it's also the same thing. I, this happened at... Um, was it, was it used to be called QuakeCon? Or still called oh, QuakeCon. Now yeah. it's basically it's Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda Con now. Mm -hmm. But I remember going when Quake Champions years ago, and the John Carmack went up there and he showed off Rage on a phone, which is like, this is like iPhone 4 back then or whatever. And even then, very similar to BlizzCon, you're trying to advertise to a group of PC players who already have this sense of, I use a mouse and keyboard because that is the only way to play a game. Try to give them a controller, they'll laugh at you. I mean, much the same way we do. Uh, I will I will use a controller if I have to for like Red Dead, but yeah, there, I I do have this sort of smug attitude of like phone go like nothing can be played on a phone. Yeah, know your audience, right? Yeah, and like anytime you try to have any sort of skill based game on a phone, it usually ends in disaster. So that's that was the folly of BlizzCon where they have a group hardcore PC players and they go candy <laughs> and then they go and it's it it will control well and everyone's already going yeah right no I've already tried. Controlling games on phone, it never works. Yeah, I completely so. agree. Just also think it's worth sharing their side of that. But, uh, like, I mean, another part is like Shreya, Jason Shreya Kotaku posted uh, about how apparently they were going to release a video at the end announcing Diablo 4 and then pulled it at the last minute. But mm -hmm. I ended up talking to him about that yesterday because that's not at all what I heard. Mm -hmm. So it was like, this isn't true, man. Like, double check that. And then I think he updated the story. And it's like, it's all very, very, very complicated. And mm -hmm. Messy and yeah. I, I imagine. I, I don't mean, know what I would have done. Maybe probably many, just announced it. How many employees are at Blizzard? Like hundreds a of thousands? Oh, yeah, hundreds of thousands. No, no, I'm a hundred, <laughs> I said hundreds or thousands. No, I know. I said 23. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four dudes in a. Yeah. It's probably um, a thousand. Yeah, but I'm like, sort of, people think you forget about that because now Activision's also involved. I imagine there's a lot of layers of mm -hmm. just like approvals you got to go through. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even with us, with Rooster Teeth stuff, and we're not that big of a company, it's still. Just to get Arizona Circle going, it was sort of like so to show jobs. it at RTX was like so many blowjobs. Mm. Yeah, we had to. My jaw is still yeah, low. So many just, things. 
really solid Fire. jaws. You gotta do dish, like if you oh massage yeah. it out. Massage yeah, those tendons are the ones that really lighten up. If it starts popping, that that's how you know you. It just just distracts you. If you're trying to. Like kind of just like a lose snake. yourself in the reverie of the moment. Mm -hmm. None of you exactly. have any idea what you're talking about. Fit the whole thing in there. Yeah. <laughs> None of you. It's how we got that. a show made, Alana. None of you. Speaking <laughs> of, this show is also sponsored by Hims. Uh, show about dudes being doodly. Uh, Hims is a telemedicine service, meaning that they will connect you to real doctors through the internet, uh, and that way you can have your your uh, your consultations online. Uh, your prescription's done online. There are a couple of real-world factors, like they make you uh, swear that you've been to the doctor in the last year, depending on what your uh, depending on whether or not you're going in for hair loss or erectile dysfunction treatments. They will make you uh, swear to some other things too, like having your blood pressure taken. But essentially, they can uh, fill prescriptions through the mail, so you don't have to uh, wait in line at a pharmacy or anything like that. Or if you have an existing prescription, you can transfer it to Hims, have that prescription filled through the mail. The thing that I like is that it's it's not supplements, like it's actual medicine prescribed by actual doctors. Uh, now I know that I know that, that stuff can be a little uh, contentious to people, especially if they don't live in the garbage pile of medical services that is the United States of America. Uh, so we would never ask you to try and circumvent your doctor or any medical practice that serves your health. Uh, the thing is, HIMSS can make that process simpler and not, uh, not uh, what am I looking for, not invalidate any uh, dedication you have to your own health. Uh, but you can get a trial month of HIMSS today for just $5 while supplies last. Uh, you have to see the website for full details on that. That website is forhims.com slash dude. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash dude for a full trial for just $5. So thank you, HIMSS, for the sponsorship. I'm still getting my, still getting my cards. I fall behind. Every time I travel, those, uh, all, my, all my shampoo and stuff just builds up. So I've got to take a few months off mm. and catch up. You're supposed to do it every day? Yeah, there's like a shampoo, and then there's like a one milligram finasteride pill. I'm supposed to take every day. I forget. Oh. My hair's gonna fall out. Oh god. Oh god. Uh, what else to say about this? Uh, we don't talk about Blizzard anymore. Nah, they've had it hard enough. It's a bummer, though. I get it. Like I, I get it, and I feel it. Um, I'm a huge Blizzard fan. I played every, every single Blizzard game. Yeah, I'm trying. I, played Hearthstone for like 30 minutes, so that counts. But uh, I've, I've liked them all. Uh, for one reason or another, and this one I'm like, yeah, I'll play it, but it's definitely not the kind of Blizzard experience that I'm used to having. And in that way, it's like, I don't know, if you hang out with somebody all the time and you guys get into fucking, you guys get into some fucking mess, and then he's like, you know what, today I just want to go to church. And you're like, what happened, dude? I thought we were cool. Yeah. When are we going to, like, get in the car and, I don't know, go hit stuff? Also, that Diablo 3 Switch port is really good. It's super good. Yeah. I, I've been, I've, I started my uh, Barbarian last night. I can't remember. Oh. What's her name? Postruction. That's right. Nice. Was it? I, I don't remember because I'm not a player of it. But wasn't there there when Diablo three came out? There was like a kind of a. It was a mess. It was the real money auction house and the inability to log in. Had to be always online. Yeah. Uh, which, to be frank, in retrospect, and I wish more people had appreciated it at the time, the fact that they made a Diablo where you could sell items for real money was fucking awesome. At least the the vision of it, the scope was of it? it. I mean, doesn't that lock you out of items? They like. So that's the problem. Um, because when you give a game like that to people who play games all the time, they're going to mine it. Uh, so Blizzard had to find a way to make that real money uh, thing work alongside people playing it for 18 hours a day. Mm -hmm. I just love the concept that you can play a game that is like real life treasure hunting. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Some World of Warcraft was like that. If you got special items, you could sell them against terms of service. I guess I did like that they tried to wrap that into the game proper. It just it says something about a company when they launch with it. You know what I mean? Hmm. 
Like they they're like telling you that this is a treasure hunt. Yeah, kind of thing, and, as and we are monetizing this as opposed to let's just make sure the game works and then we'll figure this out later because that's something they could have implemented for the the hardest of the hardcore. Maybe. And then probably would have been more welcomed in, for the people who wanted it. Or, I mean, it would be met with some sort of controversy regardless, but. I just think Diablo is like the omen. Making, when you make the omen movies, something bad happens on set every single time. I guess you're right. So Diablo is cursed because it's the devil. Diablo, Diablo 2 3 closed was, Blizzard North, didn't it? Yeah, and Diablo 3 was, was the most pre-ordered game of all time at it's, that time. Also, Diablo 3 sold, I think, like 30 million units. So they keep, they keep, it's like Skyrim, they keep re, relaunching it because it sells crazy every time. I bought it every time. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game. Yeah. Last one I played was Reaper Souls, but I liked it. Reaper Souls is excellent. Yeah, I made a Crusader. I, I rented the first Diablo on some sort of console when I was a kid. Probably and PS1. I did not even PS1 play it probably. the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good on consoles, I remember that. I actually, I tried playing that, I think Diablo 2 on a Mac and it just, it ran so slow that I was like, yeah. I don't get this, I don't know what it is. And then by the time, Friend of mine tried to get me into it. The game was already so old that he would just show me the cutscenes. I'm like, those look cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you play the game. I'm like, it looks like mud. I had a roommate who was like, <laughs> you want to play Diablo 2 with me? And I was like, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I played the shit out of Diablo 3. I mean, even before that, I played Torchlight. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Torchlight was pretty cool. And then I haven't played Path of Exile at all, but like, those People games say that's, oh man. You want to talk about, like, of all the blunders, Blizzard for some reason did not buy Diablo4.com. So somebody <laughs> really? bought it. Somebody bought it after the conference and made it redirect to Path of Exile. Ooh! And people were just like, "How did we not get this?" Ugh, jeez. Oh boy. Because yeah, you can. I mean, I everyone do. does it. They just I buy guess. it through a third-party firm. I guess because if they buy it, then it confirms they're working. It on doesn't. It. You can just no. You just buy one. Buy one through a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Like who cares? Well, everyone does it. They just buy it through some firm in New Jersey. Like every time you you do a who is on a game domain when it gets registered, it just pops up to something on the East Coast because mm. everyone does that. That's how you avoid leaks. Someone bought. AlanaPS.com. Fuckers. It's like some ads. Just a bunch of ads. It's like, I, I would have liked to have that website, but it's fine. Oh, they said AlanaPs.com? Yeah, it's just videos like, of, mm -hmm. of women named Alana peeing. Mm. Not that I would know. I, I didn't make any of those. I got SirLar.com. So, oh, it's just a bunch of tie now? Um, mm. I remember... It is or isn't yours? No. Oh, this is AlanaPierce.com. Oh. We're about to send a lot uh, of traffic uh, uh. their way. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's cool. Is this like Lorian Ipsum, but for Thailand, or? It's some kind of ads. Hindi. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe that means something else in Thai. Beautiful mm. letters. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. It's like art. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I remember someone hacked my uh, Diablo account, oh. and because uh, I didn't play that much, they were very disappointed because they couldn't sell any of my stuff. Oh. <laughs> they basically, I, all they did was log in, move some stuff around, and go, Sad. Oh. Yeah. I think they ended up getting better items for me. Nice. <laughs> but they, they, I had my account hacked and then left alone. I love my the idea of going through the effort to hack something and then being like, oh, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> my World of Warcraft account got hacked, but they just liquefied everything in my inventory and transferred the gold. Because mm. cool. that's how that worked. It was a bunch of gold farmers that would just hack people's accounts, sell everything, and transfer it to another account. Oof. I have so many different email addresses just to avoid that. Like, almost every platform I use has a different email address. What are some like of them? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> what kind of passwords do you use? What are the last 16 digits of your credit card account? <laughs> Those are good BuzzFeed Who articles. even knows that? Just, oh, you don't, you don't like buy enough stuff online that you just have your credit card numbers memorized? <laughs> I used to. <laughs> do you? Paul. I, I don't either. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, the coolest I ever felt, and I haven't reclaimed this, but one day I will, is I was in high school ordering PC parts online. And by the time I got to my RAM, I already had all the numbers memorized, so. That is cool. I will order my heatsink and not have to look at my card. 
Uh, if you're an audio listener, it's worth watching the video version of this just to see James's face when <laughs> Lauren said, one of the coolest times of my life was when I was buying He knew something bad was coming. Yeah. There's no good end to that sentence. <laughs> I uh, bought so many things, I memorized my card number. It's an interesting cool. question, though. What's the coolest you've ever felt? I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, yeah. still I'm, can't wait for that day. I don't know. Probably when I piss myself waiting in line on a, for a ride at Knott's Berry I mean, Farm. I catch that, that biggest happened? wave. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I pissed myself waiting in line. Wow. Because I just drank a bunch of water. I remember waiting in line. Nice. I'm like, I might have to go to the bathroom. Mom's like, no, you wait, you wait. I pissed myself waiting in line. I pissed myself playing Game Boy. As a 26 year old, that was so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember Wii for Wii? Yeah, yeah. The woman died? Yeah. Oh, yes. It was a competition where you'd win a Wii and you had to like touch a car or some shit for for as long as you possibly could. So you couldn't go to the bathroom. And so nobody could do anything. And a woman died because she like held it in for so long. Shouldn't your body be smart enough to go, hey, brain, you're being stupid? We're gonna evacuate everything right now, so I'm just gonna. Sh- you're, we're gonna shut off for a minute, and you will involuntarily piss yourself, yeah. as opposed to going. Well, you must Guess know something I don't. Yeah, let's just die. They wanted that we. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I what I think would happen, and I uh, and as I, so I had to wait in line forever. This, I, I promise this will tie together. Sure. As a young child in some video game store, coolest I've ever been, uh, was waiting to play Ninja Turtles on Game Boy. Really like Ninja Turtles. Had to wait a long time. Finally got up there. Had to pee though. There's a line behind me. Fuck you guys. My theory was if I just let a little burst go, just a little drip, uh, that Mm-mm. no one will notice, that. it'll wick away, the air will, will dry it, and then I can let another little drip. But by the time the first drip comes out, it's just all yeah, bets are off. Yeah, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Hey, when you're panicking once and you're trying to plain as Donatello, no, I, I shit just, my pants when I was like five or something. Sure. Because we, we, we went to the airport back when airports were fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you, anyone could just go. You're like, <laughs> hey, what do you want to do today? You want to go to the airport? Yeah, let's drive we'll around. just stand by a gate. Yeah, like, you just see any random people. Yeah, like pre 9 11, you just go, whatever. <laughs> and and uh, spend some donuts mom's, on the tarmac. Fuck my it. mom's friends was coming into town, so they were like waiting. And then uh, I was saying this to my mom, and then my brother went and got in a wheelchair. <laughs> and he kept, he was doing this bit where he'd like, he'd lose control of it, and then he had wedged it. Uh-huh. He had wedged it between two columns. It was the exact size of the wheelchair, so it was basically pre-Austin Powers, like the back up, yeah, yeah. like do that. And it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen, and I just fell to the ground and just shit myself laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother uh... wished. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you told me that story like three or four times, and it still makes me laugh. <laughs> Your brother wished it. <laughs> a wheelchair. The, the only times I've done that. And then you shit on the floor. <laughs> I shit myself twice, and both times it was because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Everyone walking past is like, it must be so hard if that woman have to look after these two disabled children. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What were your parents doing? Yeah. Like, what the I don't fuck know. is wrong with you kids? At the, some point, parents just don't care. The, the, <laughs> the only other time was when there was a wrestling game that we had rented for the NES. And it would it was like really garbage sprite graphics, but then if you did a special move, it would like 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 letterbox yeah. it and then it'd show the move. Kind of like I, Tech Mobile or whatever. And I kept doing a move on my brother, which was the giant swing. So like it would like like you go walk up to the legs, press a button, letter bars would come in, and they would just show two buff dudes, like one spinning the other around. He would land on the other side of the ring, but his stamina was so low that it would have time to get to the other side of the ring, press the button again, and it'd drop in. And I kept doing it, and I was laughing so hard that I just shit myself while I was doing it. I kept going until my brother was like, you shit yourself. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Who Good was times. the real winner that I think day? I know, that was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant or something like that? Uh, I don't think it had licensed wrestlers. There was oh, okay. the re- old Wrestle 
Mania game. Yeah. Where, yeah, you play as the Honky Talk Man and oh, yeah, yeah. Andre the Giant, but all he did was just, he just walked around Yeah, he, he was just Andre the Giant. He was so big. Yeah. He'd kick once and go, ah! It's yeah, like, yeah. why wouldn't you pick Andre the Giant? <laughs> He's so big. Oh, well. Anyway. Well, I'm here to tell you that PC gaming is not dead. This sure. is just a quick throwaway. Uh, our friend of the show, even though I've never met him or talked to him directly ever, Wario64 has tweeted that Sunset Overdrive has been listed on Steam database, Whoa. so... Please oh, play Sunset Overdrive, is it's what I'm telling you all. It's a good fucking game. It's so good, and no one played it. Think about that game. I mean, no one played it because it was Xbox almost One launch. launch. Was it a launch? It was a launch, launch. yeah. It's a great game. Launch. I love Insomniac, uh, but it starts with a hell of a lot of tutorial. It's like the first three right. hours you're like learning, and then the tower yeah. defense thing gets introduced, so it's like you got to get through that, and then it's just like dumb, more. fun, explosive. It's, I like it a lot. I like the character. Let me borrow his copy. Character character's great. I don't think I ever gave Shoved it back. in your I hands. Never, I know, you're like, you were walking and I away. Like, I will, Lawrence. Tucking it into that the back of your shirt. That might be the game I've pawned on the most people. I've been like, you need to fucking play this game. And I just like keep giving people some sort of drive. Again, we're the same I person. A digital copy somewhere. I just remember playing it. I, I don't know. I just, maybe we've talked about this before, but how peeved are you if you're like, you're Microsoft and you're like, we got Insomniac. What do you got for us? And like, whole new IP. Like, awesome. This is going to be huge. Doesn't sell very well. And they're like, oh, well, well, we tried. Yeah. What are you going to do next? Spider-Man for PlayStation only. Well, <laughs> also, yeah. also, we took everything we learned from making that game <laughs> yeah. and, and put it, it in Spider-Man. We put it in an IP people care about yeah, instead yeah. of whatever, pre-Fortnite or But it's whatever. good because making Sunset Overdrive was a good call. Launching with a new IP from Insomniac was a good call. The Xbox yeah. on One paper just didn't sell great. on launch. Yeah. Like, it was a smart idea. Microsoft let him keep it, too. Yeah. So that, which was also a shockingly generous on Microsoft's part. I mean, yeah, uh, that was still in the metric sold, days. It's sold so, yeah, little other, like, who cares? But that's the Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Shark Boy and Lava Girl was a screen test for Sin City. Yes. That Robert Rodriguez managed to sell uh-huh. to some poor studio. Uh-huh. That, but then he took all the money and he's like, good. Sin now City. I know how to make Sin City. Yeah, <laughs> Sin City. Uh, well, speaking of Sunset Overdrive, where you can customize your clothes, something, something, Stitch Fix is sponsoring Smart. this podcast. Uh, Stitch Fix is also a, a blank by mail service, essentially. It is a customized fashion by mail service. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, when you go sign up for an account, you uh, basically fill out a little questionnaire uh, showing all the like fabrics, cuts, uh, patterns that you like. And then a stylist will, will be assigned to you. They'll pick out socks, shorts, clothes, uh, pants, button-ups, all sorts of clothing to send to you. And then you get five items in a box and you can try them all on. If you don't like them, return them. If you like them, you can keep them. And then uh, that's how you can uh, refresh your wardrobe. Uh, I think I'm up. I'm up for some refreshment. We're coming up on winter. I mean, winter in California. It's basically like a cool day. Any uh, yeah. in, longer shorts? Yes, <laughs> slightly longer shorts, mid mid shin shorts. And if I pass that note along to my stylist, you can bet I'll be getting some clam diggers before long. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, you can buy them whenever you want, or you can schedule them. I kind of like the idea that you're not locked into a uh, subscription if you sign up for it. You can just try it once. If it's not for you, that's cool. You try it once. Maybe you find it's a little too expensive to do that often. Then you can be like. Like uh, Mr. Hollywood over here, and just get it every three months or so. Uh, the styling fee is twenty dollars, but that is applied to any article of clothing you choose to keep. So if you send everything back, there's a twenty dollar fee involved. But if you keep anything, it counts towards that. So you can get a free pair of socks out of it, free, whatever. Uh, you get started now at Stitchfix.com/dudesoup to get an extra twenty-five percent off if you keep all items in your box. Once more, that's Stitchfix.com/dudesoup to get started today. Thank you, Stitchfix, for the sponsorship and for the. Classy button-ups, I'm sure to have soon. Uh, all yes. right, this this is a uh, this bears mentioning, I think, only because it kind of it predicates an interesting conversation. So this was on Variety. This is a bit older, but uh, there was a website that leaked some documents about Red Dead Two, 
and something happened. Something dangerous happened. Yeah. In the meantime, they did, they announced that. So this is the quote, the follow up. Quote, on February 6, 2018, we published an article that was sourced from a confidential corporate document, uh, according to the post that hit the site Thursday afternoon. Quote, we should have known that this information was confidential and should not have published it. We unreservedly apologize to Take-Two Games, and we have undertaken not to repeat such actions again. Uh, they have agreed to donate one billion pounds to charities chosen by Take-Two Games. One million? A million. million. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, Website shut down. Yeah. Rich website. Yeah. Games journalism is more profitable than they would have you believe. So, yes. It ain't. It ain't. <laughs> oh, my God. What was the website that... Um, I hadn't heard of it before. Oh. But a, a few... Trustedreviews.com. A few say, websites if, got sent the same document. They are the only ones who published it. So, what, it's, yeah. it's interesting because games journalism, which is already a misnomer, kind of. It's more like enthusiast reporting. Mm -hmm. But people who take it seriously like to think that that sphere is protected under the fourth estate. Um, which it's not. It's not theoretically. So, uh, so real quick, and then I have a, a bit of a thoughtable little 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 sure. potpourri for you. So the fourth estate is this idea that the fourth estate is the fourth of three other estates that are that are powerful in society and thus deserve some amount of legal protection. Uh, quote the term the, this is from Wikipedia. The term fourth estate or fourth power refers to the press and news media both in explicit capacity of advocacy and implicit ability to frame political issues. Though it is not formally recognized as part of a political system, it wields significant indirect social influence. The derivation of the term fourth estate arises from the traditional European concept of the three estates of the realm, the clergy, the nobility, and the commoners. Which has sort of been changed to government church mm -hmm. people. Yeah, it's, it's, it's morphed over time. And it's, I think the fourth estate is like a really important thing. Like Studying journalism, you learn about it a ton. And it's like an important thing to be able to report the truth on something so people know. And I would argue for the fourth estate in most cases, I think like government owning media is really scary. Doesn't apply to this because they just fucking leaked things that nobody really needs to know. Yes. No and one it, needed to know this information. So that's, yes, exactly. That's kind of, that's what I find so fascinating about this, is that this is just a website leaking property of another company. So nobody benefits from that aside from some video gamers getting information before another company wanted to release it. I wonder, maybe you guys can think of one, is there a situation in games reporting when it does provide a social good or has the potential to influence political framing of an important topic? Uh, one, one that happened pretty recently is exposing poor work conditions at game development mm -hmm. studios. I think that is something that is protected by the fourth estate. So when Kotaku runs their, their you know, expose on Rockstar Games, if Rockstar Games threatened a lawsuit over that, mm -hmm. that would cross a serious they line. Wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't because they're not I think that it would stupid. just be one giant blanket of uh, exploitation, whether mm -hmm. that is through microtransactions or gambling sort of thing. If there's a document out there where a game developer is saying, like, we have found addictive behaviors in gamers and these are how we will exploit them. Yeah, that should be shared with the world because that's a dirty practice and it's I'm not saying it's I mean I personally feel it's bad obviously but like we could all say gambling's bad we all know it Vegas will still exist people know it's bad we know alcohol is bad we know all these things that's fine but as long as there's like documentation out there saying just so you know these people are out there to fuck you like just so you know that as a consumer but it isn't like a legal right you know, to know this stuff, it is a—it's an optional consumer product, but they are predatory. So that's—that's that's something worth noting, especially if they're going after your kids. Hmm. You know, like 
young Alana using a one nine hundred number to yeah. charge to her have a hotel or whatever. Got all those couches. You hear the story? No. Oh, it was man. last week. It's fine. Uh, it's I spent a lot of money on have a hotel. Apparently, yeah. it had a way where you can just call a number uh, and it would charge your phone bill, and then it would connect to the game. I didn't know that well, that existed. Yeah, it was fucked up. Spent Good a lot of money. You. My parents went mad though. But I think this story's nuanced because I, I never like big corporations going after press for publishing something that's true. Like I think that that is always a shitty thing to do. To be fair though, if they had gone to court, Rockstar would have made a lot more or take two rather, would have made a lot more money out of this than asking for the donation because basically they received a document that was confidential, that said it was confidential, published it anyway, not verifying that they were allowed to. It was sent in by an anonymous source. So they never at any point made sure, they would have been fucked in court. They didn't check that it wasn't confidential, they were allowed to publish it. They just published it, so they were screwed. But it doesn't, it doesn't value anyone, but at the same time, I don't like the idea that a massive corporation who is extremely profitable and has mm -hmm. made two of the highest grossing entertainment products of all time should be allowed to be like, you can't say that about well, us. Well, where did the confidential report come from a third party? It was leaked to multiple sites. Gotcha. I assume from someone within Rockstar. I feel like at that point there is a layer in between where you're like, I didn't steal the document, well, someone sent it to me. Here's the question. Wouldn't hold up in court. Was the per one of the journalists who got the documents in a relationship with one of the one of the women who is working on it. And which women and, is that so we can go after women? And then they and then they happened to notice that the woman left her laptop open in the middle of the night mm -hmm. and then pulled the documents and then confronted uh, Riz Ahmed about it. Mm -hmm. Venom showed up. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. You make a good point. I mean, he lost his job too. Yeah. And she lost her job also. She yeah. lost her job also. But we, who did it? We, we, may, we may have talked about this already, but it's the best part in Venom where he's like, he, he is a journalist and he's like, I gotta get this figured out. Just happens to be my girlfriend, future fiance, yeah. is also a lawyer for the guy I'm investigating. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll do it anonymously. And then she's like, I got fired, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think yeah. they did yeah. that? Yeah. It's actually pretty good writing if they had been like, well, I don't know who, who possibly could have done yeah. that. It was him. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely him. Anyway, Venom's a great <laughs> film. Go see it again. Uh, yeah, now. watch it twice. I watched it back to back. I saw, <laughs> saw a story. They said, uh, Venom's success may hurt uh, Marvel's chances of getting Spider-Man back. So uh, Didn't they already? You did this, oh. everyone. Mm. I mean, we did too, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess I did. did yeah. yeah, I definitely Bruce and I paid for D-Box seats, so mm. we... Uh, well, you had the full experience. It was like a Venom in your asshole. Every time you got on that motorcycle, I was like, I don't know, is, is there... I'm trying to think of, is there a journalistic right to anything in games journalism or, you know... Well, it's uh, weird. ...games media that deserves to be leaked? So Do the, we deserve to know? The Variety article brought up the huge leak about Modern Warfare 3 that Kotaku did years ago. Sure. Um, Activision... Someone, someone's friend worked at Activision. Yeah. Activision yeah. blacklisted him for it. Everyone got mad at Activision, so they got unblacklisted for it. But that is a circumstance where, like, yeah, they put out a lot of, like, screenshots and plot summaries and stuff. Did that, did that like help anyone enjoy the game? What, what good uh, did it serve aside from of, getting eyeballs? It's kind of a mess because it also, like the companies who are leaking things aren't even necessarily doing it because they care. It's because they get the traffic from mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, is it helping anyone at any point? I don't know. There's plenty of shit that I could have leaked to them. I was like, I'm just not going to because why? Mm. Well, there's, so there's uh, a, if you, if if you really buy into abused. it emotionally, there's a cool aspect of being like, I gotta like, like if you if you and your friend are like super Pokemon fans and you're like my uncle works for Nintendo, I know what the new Pokemon's going to be. Absolutely, you like, get excited about it. But this is yeah, this isn't like making that into a business of like whispering to the hundreds of thousands of people through a blog 
all the little secrets you hear because you have enough viewership to get invited to events and you overhear stuff. I don't know. The tone I, changes even though the spirit is still kind of there. I don't want to shit on any of my friends who work in games media still. Damn. Like, I studied journalism. I've won three journalism awards. Never considered it real journalism and that it applies right. to yeah. the fourth I was going to say, one of them was for being most humble. But did you vote today? I can't vote. I'm foreign. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't consider anything that I've done in my career to really be journalism. Dang. I, there are elements because though, in the right? fourth estate, sure. When you reach out and interview people, when you so to me, one of the biggest things is is unlike referenced previously, assuming that what you see at face value is what's happening. So like, oh, if if dislikes are being removed from a YouTube video, it must be because Blizzard's manipulating it. Like making that leap to me is where the difference between journalism and just seeing something and talking about it. Yeah. So if you're a journalist, you see something and you're like, hold on, let me talk to all the parties involved and hear what they have to say and see if that produces a new narrative that I by myself could not conceive of. Well, yes, and I'm not saying games media is redundant because having the people who have the context to reach out to get clarification on things other people are saying or care about is a thing that is ultimately helpful to the industry and to consumers who are making purchasing decisions. Like That's the value of games journalism is being like, should you buy this thing or should you buy this other thing? Because our industry is expensive. It's an expensive hobby to have. So I think it serves a purpose, but when it comes to literally the fourth estate, I don't think it's journalism. There was a story at uh, Rockstar where they had to close up the blinds or like seal up the windows because people were flying drones on certain floors. Oh my god! And taking photos of the screens that the people oh were working god, on. Oh my god, that's awesome! So the developers. It's the fucking NDA that we had, dude. Yeah. What's that? Oh the, yeah, oh, the Red Dead NDA because we weren't oh. allowed to talk about it. I mean, yeah. we this, just to get god. a game a week early. I had never seen an NDA that was as strict as something from Rockstar. Like it was. In, it was Lock insane. your console up when you're not in the room. Yep. Make sure it's like in a locked box. Like Block you're not allowed. Everything. No online. one is allowed to see it. No one. Like it, it was intense. If it's that bad for people who got the game a week early, imagine the people who are working on the game. Like that was one of the stories where they said a drone kept flying up on their window. So they said, "Sorry guys, daylight's gone now. So now yeah. they're just working in darkness." Oh and they're like, my "God, yeah." We like, have to thanks. turn our developers into mole men. Yeah. And women. Thanks, thanks, journalists. <laughs> With your, with it your probably drone. wasn't journalists, though. I don't no, think journalists would be doing it. It's a fan, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like it's kind of the modern paparazzi. You want to get, you want to get Chris. Well, no, he's dead. Who's it? You want to get Kid Rock at LAX, stubbing his. I don't know. What are you gonna say, Chris dead. Farley? Uh, Cornell, for some reason. I don't oh. know why that's the first celebrity that popped into my head. That's he's the biggest yeah. on the planet. Very good. Oh, <laughs> I guess on that on that subject though, those people outside uh, LAX or any airport terminal who are there with the camera waiting for you to get off. Are the fucking parasites of this planet, yeah. and I would not shed a tear if they were all gone tomorrow. I mean, like, I think you can make a case for games journalists to like instead of. So I've seen this happen a lot anecdotally of going to like press events, and there are people who badger like either people who are showing them demos or developers. They're just like they're always angling on something as opposed to just how can I understand this product and represent it to the people who are interested in it the best? Mm. I think there's two different agendas there. I've done a bunch of group interviews at press events and I always get very annoyed by people who will ask agenda-driven questions. I'm like, mm -hmm. I get that you'll think pieces about, is the latest Tomb Raider sexist? Oh, but the rest questions? of us need to fucking figure out what this game's about, man. Mm. Like, just send that in an email. Mm. Like, they do that a lot. So they can just ignore They're it? like, so yeah. what's a breast size? I'm like, I know why you're asking. It doesn't help anyone else here. Well, that was the Overwatch thing. They were, I saw an article today that says, like, why Blizzard still won't put a black woman in the game? And I was like, what was that interview like? Hmm. like yeah. I imagine the, 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 guy, the guy who was there yeah. speaks binary, and he's like, uh, so the weapon Nathan. we just designed took a lot of work. He goes, what's wrong with their skin color? And he's like, 
oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Like, mm-hmm. she could shoot dynamite. That took so much work. <laughs> I'd be like, in his mind, it's like, it's a robot. I built a robot. It's, mm-hmm. I, we didn't, the art team did something else, and they're like, yeah, you're right. People go in with this, like, certain angle and then, like, probably catch these people I off guard. I guess those It'll people would argue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Maybe. journalists don't care that much about clicks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the, you, you, the people writing the thing don't generally track the views. Mm-hmm. But I would guess they might even think they're doing something good. Yeah. That's that's the social good of yeah. uh, I I am yeah yeah I'm I'm covering this in a way to promote positive and inclusive representation. Right, I can see that. There's a value in that too. Not that I there's value in it. I think it, well, I won't say whether or not it's being done right or wrong because I don't think anyone has that answer. Mm. But for me, it's like eh, yeah whatever. I mean, there's certainly an audience that only wants you to focus on the games and not not put agenda to it. Yeah. I get that too. So I, that that was weird because that's what happened with was it Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm. There was like, I think someone asked like, why are there no women? And they're all like, oh fuck, we weren't expecting that. They're <laughs> like, really hard to make, but uh, we yeah. got these boats though. Yeah, we are got boats. And then, but then the next one, they're like, you can play as a man or a woman. No, no one cared. But only a little. Like, no one, no one, no one clapped for them. What's they just went. Kid? They just said, we did it. Yeah, you can swap at will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the like, whole game is uh, Eevee. Yeah. Yeah, but Adam's saying yeah. like. Not that it, that was necessarily in response to oh, Unity, yeah. But it it was what came next, and no one like celebrated. I mean, I'm sure people cared. To I say no one cared doesn't. I know, no, true, I, but well, like, I'm, I'm it saying, wasn't. It was it, like yeah. I'm sure they were like, and look who's here. Yeah. I and think then, it's like, because one it's, guy goes. I think it's because <coughs> it's expected. Sure. So it's like if you're not doing it, it's shitty. But if yeah. you are, and that's yeah. why like when Bethesda announced yeah. uh, Corvo and what's her name in Dishonored, Emily. Emily, yeah. Uh, they were just like, and obviously you can play as a woman, and everyone was like, "Duh, that's thank almost, you." That's almost pandering at that point. I don't know. Huh. I don't it's know. No, I think they were, the they were making fun of yeah. Ubisoft. I think they're actively being I like, think so. "It's uh, not that fucking hot, idiots." Uh, it felt mm-hmm. like it, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, also that gave us a first. Person. Whatever. I don't care. It's also true. Also Sunset true. Overdrive even looked down. had a little man wrapping it all back together. Sunset Overdrive had, had like a cheeky little tweet. I remember they were like. Yeah, it turns out it's not that hard. And there was like a woman avatar wearing assassin clothing, like running on walls and stuff. Oh, the best they did was Saints Row. It plays a big old woman. Yeah. Right. yeah. Large lady. Saints Row the Third. It was like a Hey Ash that was basically like, what game lets you oh, play yeah. as overweight people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Surprisingly. San Andreas? No. You can make your CJ fat as hell. It's time for hard netting. Oh, that's still a thing. Yep. <laughs> Got that button. Yes. Where did you think it would go? Sorry. We toe tap sometimes. Oh, all right, James, I think you're going to like the reigning champion. Good. Uh, so this is, this is a gentleman undertaking the ultimate Pokemon battle, <gasps> which is a, 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 a fellow who is attempting to masturbate to every single Pokemon. Perfect. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he does multiple per day. And he uses the word hero. And he, uh, he, he provided the, uh, the website he uses. He uses, like, it's not like straight official game art, but it is sort of like concept art. Mm-hmm. And he says he only uses Rule 34. When it's nearly impossible to actually come to a Pokemon, so he j- he generally tries to use game art, and if that's impossible, then yep. he'll move on to sexualized. That is correct. Uh, got it. I think he uh, used Graveler as an example, which is just a big old rock Pokemon. Which I think is actually one to. of the more jack-offable. Alf, yeah, how long has he been doing this? How far through is he? So he's twenty weeks in. He's two hundred in, right? Every time we check, yeah. Well, he's Was it four times a day, five times a day. So, no, it's it two varies. or three. Uh, he's up to 237, Hitmontop. That's, I mean, that's tough. Like, you're going to have to work on your grouping. He says Venomoth, Coughing, and uh, Ariados have been the worst so far. Growlithe and Ditto have been the easiest. Growlithe and Ditto? Growlithe, definitely, yeah. I mean, Ditto kind of looks I mean, like a dick. Ditto, Ditto, you just fuck just anywhere. Blob, you just, yeah. You can stick your dick in anything. I mean, just in general, though, as a human being, 
after you, if you have like a weekend marathon where you're like, I'm gonna jerk off three times a day, like, you know, as every teenager does, like by the time Monday rolls around, you're like, I don't wanna do it anymore. Yeah, I need to I can't, like, it, you could show me the hottest thing in the world and it's like, I don't want to. How right many Pokemon are there? Uh, oh boy. Like almost 800. 800 something? Yeah, let's okay. see. At some point the skin starts to hurt. Like you just gotta stop. He's got yeah, really good well, lube, you know, I guess. It sounds like he's doing this for, oh look, 807. See, that one's gonna be hot. That's a new one. Yeah, some uh, of the newbies are going to run be... out of ideas for Pokemon. That's going to be. Oh, it just looks like a guardian from <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, Zelda. Like, it looks like a Zelda guardian. <laughs> yeah, huh. Guzzlord. Oh, Cartana. That's going to be an easy one. Look at that. No, I don't like the it's edgy too ones. Sharp. Yeah. Well, you you don't have to imagine it on your dick. You I mean, oh, wait, hold on. Do Buzzswole. <laughs> wait. On the bottom left, seven ninety four. Oh sh Oh shit! Buzzswole. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh well, James is not going to have trouble with that. That's one. easy. Non-stop not November. Genderless. As, as uh, Killset said in chat. It's egg cycle That's, is the, the reason that I really admire this one is that I think it would be very difficult because of the volume. Also, maybe, hold on, we got a shout out. Oh, maybe, is, that, is that us? Maybe word has gotten Did we do the, it? Yeah. Sweet. It's hard netting. Oh, that's us. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty good, that's a good champ. Also, dedication. Uh, completely skips Quillfish. Who's Quillfish? Can we see that? Back on there. Uh, okay. I don't who would, who would miss Quillfish? How many people are subscribed to that subreddit? Not many. Yeah, not not enough. Yeah, not yet. I might go subscribe Man, again. this guy's a hero. Guy or girl? Is, is what there, is do we the, know the gender the actual... of the... Oh, I guess I assumed male, but I could Oh, if, if it's a girl, it's way easier. You think? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, because then you could just finish three times at once. That's true. Yeah, you just... It's you'd have to... Way easier. You'd have to fake three orgasms. If he technically <laughs> fantasizes, yeah, about... Group sex with Pokemon. There's Quillfish there for Or you. what if what if he's ha having sex with a war turtle and it evolves to a Blastoise mm -hmm. mid intercourse? Does that count as both? I have to assume that everything shifts around the hole that you're fucking. So it's kind of like Transformers. Yeah. Usually there's one part that doesn't move, like the seat, so people yeah. don't get ground up. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's like that. The the animals just like kind of like the fly mutating around your dick. But in terms of his. His criteria. Does that mm. mean he's had sex with them both? Oh no, I think I think he has he to have an individual. In. Yeah. He, has to, he has to come once for each Pokemon. Okay. All right. What's right, the actual R slash? What is it? Uh, ultimate Pokemon battle or battles? Ultimate Poke battle. Oh, ultimate Poke battle. Yeah, there you go. Just gonna go subscribe uh, real quick. So that's going up against the. There we go. The ultimate Mall Ninja, the original Mall Ninja. So this is uh, this is a bit of a, a super internet throwback uh, quote. This is a collection of the wisdom posted on the internet by a guy calling himself Gecko45. It all started back in the halcyon summer of 2001, and it posts have created a certain urban legend that many refer to as the Mall Ninja. However, I went looking for the original Glock Talk thread and found that it's no longer archived. For a time, it was married at MallNinja.com, but sadly, the site is now down. So there was a forum called Glock Talk because Mall Ninjas love Glocks. Um, and there were a series of posts by Gecko. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just read one of them. It's very, very long. So there's many weeks of material here in case it happens to win, but here's how it, how it all starts. Quote, last year I made the chance to trust my life on the street to a second chance body armor. I got the level 2A because it stops most rounds, plus I got the trauma plate for the front. What scares me is that although I can fit an extra trauma plate in the front, I cannot fit a second one in the back. As of late, I've taken to duct taping a second trauma plate to the area of my back where the heart and vital organs are located. Then I put my vest on. Here is the questions. The duct tape solution, though tactically sound, is hot and painful to remove. I would like to go to the single plate solution in back. What I am worried about is repeated hits to that area with .308 ammunition. 
I have high-risk security job, and I fear that I would be the target for repeated long-distance shots to my back. One poster responded, quote, if plan A is to take multiple 338 shots to the back, you really need to come up with plan B. Uh, okay, so a lot of people were like, where do you work that you're going to take like sniper, multiple sniper rounds to the back? Uh, this is a follow-up post. I am the sergeant of a three-man rapid tactical force at one of America's largest indoor retail shopping areas. And commentary, and here the myth begins. Uh, quote, I do not understand the joke or the Rambo. I am in a high-risk job. It is not the Mall of America, but I'll tell you what, it's no podunk mall either. I am a responsible citizen who has made the choice to carry at all times. I defend others. If something happens at the mall, then I would be the hero, not those of you who are making fun of me for no reason. Yes, I'm not a Green Beret, but guess what? Neither are you, and unlike you, I have to face unruly shoppers every day. My real problem is that unlike Elio, Leo? I don't know. I have enemies because of my job. They may have access to high-powered rifles. My job starts and ends at the same time every day. Although I use four rotating routes to drive to and from work, I am still vulnerable during the walk to and from my car. This is the time that I load up on the trauma plates because I do not want to be shot dead, in all caps. Also, someone said that my TAC team doesn't get training. Not true. We meet at the range every night and shoot 400 rounds each through weapons that closely resemble our duty setup. We also practice unarmed combat. I am a master of three martial arts, including ninjutsu, which means I can wear the special boots to climb walls. I don't think any of you are working oh. as hard as I am to be prepared. <laughs> I asked a serious question about tactical armor, and I wanted a serious response. If you want to laugh at somebody, try laughing at the sheep out there who go to the mall unarmed, trusting in me to stand guard over their lives like a god. Uh, somebody pointed out that 400 rounds a night would come close to $30,000 a year. Mm -hmm. uh, so It's like he just said a random number. That sounded mm -hmm. impressive. Yeah, right? So, ninja boots. those are the opening posts from Gecko45, uh, who at that point then disappeared from Glock Talk, but then popped up on a different, a different form later. Uh, so, this, this gentleman's uh, description of his life and times wow. is long and interesting. Wow. And a, a real, a real is, look into... This is like a much sadder version of realultimatepower.net. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that book is really sad. Well, this, this reminds me of that person who did pretended to be the girl from Full House, Jody Sweeten, and seduced a guy Ugh. online. Do you remember that? No. Something, something is that the website had cheese somewhere in, toasted off cheese or something like, mm -hmm. or whatever. Toasted off butter, wasted off butter. Wasted off butter okay. was the name of this old website and it had a couple of things on it. One was the Jody Sweeten project and it was this very months long thing where some guy in an online forum pretended to be Jody Sweet and made another guy fall in love with them and it was really sad. That's, That's fucked up. That's just catfishing. And then I think there was another one where a guy hid a piece of meat in someone else's lawn. It was like the meat project. <laughs> and he just documented like the reactions of his neighbor like going like, what's it's going like on? Meat is outside. Some, one time I accidentally left the hood of my car like slightly up so you could have like put your hand in and unlocked it and someone put cat food. In my head. Uh, wet cat yeah. food? Ugh. And I didn't realize, I was like, what the fuck is that smell? And it mm. took me like a week to be it's like, this fucking cat food in wow. here. Um, can you actually really quick go to Mall Ninja shit? Uh, sure. Just go to the, the subreddit. There was a, a, a great gift today that I think you would like. It's, uh, the, it's the one where he's cutting the water bottles. I never okay. get tired of these gifts. So real quick, chat has educated that uh, LEO stands for Law Enforcement Officer. Mm. So take that into Oh, into I thought account. they were going to let us know we're glocked. Uh, I've actually, since I moved to the U.S., heard a few stories about people lying about being in the military. 
I'm wearing like fake badges and shit. Yeah, that's gross. Why? Because military service is deified in America. Yeah. Um, you're you're a you are a true American hero if you serve in the military. Hmm. And I guess some but people. That's why it's so gross. Either because they have medical conditions yeah, preventing it's... them from doing it, mm -hmm. or because they're cowards. Uh, don't. But then feel as though they are American enough to have earned it. So they tell themselves it's huh. it, they are as good enough. Whatever. Uh, what about people like going to funerals and stuff? Like, yeah, it's gross. It's like while you're the, studying uh, the blade. What's the name of the? <laughs> do you remember the name of the post? It's like while you're studying the blade. I was chopping. Oh. Uh, yeah, while while you were drinking water, I was studying the blade. I know something. exactly the kind you of shit it? you're referring to. No, but that's Sorry. so good. Sadly, it's not on the. It's not on the front page of Mall Ninja. Or maybe it was just neckbeard things. Sorry. Oh, it may have been. Yeah. <laughs> There's a That's lot of cro a There's a lot of cross posts between Mall Ninja shit. The Venn diagram is just a suckle. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's always like a dude out in the Midwest using a katana that he bought from the mall. I love them yeah. so much. Just in a parking lot. Yeah. All right, we got a vote though. Uh, uh, are you gonna find it? Hang on. Uh, I'll I'll keep looking, but okay. in the meantime, we're over time already. I wanted to okay. make this one short. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, sure. Alana, what do you think? Guy masturbating every Pokemon or the coolest uh, Renacop, the most tactical Renacop in the world? I'm still going with Guy Masturbating Pokemon. All right. I think it's very difficult. He has to take multiple rounds to the back. But he's lying. Bang, bang, bang. So that's the, the thing that gets me is like, <laughs> if he were telling the story in a more interesting way, I don't know. He's yeah. Oh, he went through a whole case? Wow. Yeah, it's on Neckbeard things. It's always that dude, too. Just just Neckbeard Can things. I see it? Uh, he'll, he'll bring it up. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah here, I'll give you a little. Uh, Adam, who are you voting for? Uh, Pokemon. That's impressive. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to probably keep voting for him until he finishes. <laughs> it's going to be a while. I mean, he just wow. did. Wow. Oh, he just go. did again. Did again. Oh, fucking E-Bomb's world is still a thing? Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, Wow, you really did go through all of them. It's all about that yeah. follow-through. I just... The, the show the carnage. <laughs> Woof! The title is. Oh yeah, this is. Pretty I mean, he got like three at the front, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then just Actually, knocked the whole tons thing of over. Just knocked over. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Not this, that good. I just love the title. When you were drinking water, he was busy learning the play. <laughs> like you do the same thing with a baseball bat. Like, <laughs> do you know where that? Uh, do you know where that copy pasta comes from? What? While you were blank, I was studying oh, the blade. No. I think oh, it's just a man. It's just a meme. It's the no. It, it comes from something. Yeah, well, someone, well, someone. Yeah, it? there's like a fedora dude with a katana, and he uh, like posted a picture of him looking cool, and he's like, "Well, you were out partying, and I was studying the blade. Uh, uh, yeah. While you were out getting laid, I was learning like Japanese." I and yeah, know, it's just him. I, I didn't know anyone was like being serious. No, about that's it. from a real thing. Uh, well, I'll look it up eventually. I assumed it had an origin. It, yeah, it's just it's always great seeing like a kid with jeans and glasses on. And he's holding a katana, and he's like, it's ponytail. he's like, now that like you mocked me, and now you call for my help. It's like, mm -hmm. no, it's calling for your help. I'm whatever. feeling personally attacked right now. Uh, for record, yeah, as a post new one, seven swords. Where does your vote lie? Uh, I'm also gonna go poke a battle. All right, that's All right. a sweep. Um, Another sweep for the they, I think Pokemon it's a great. Whoever did the work on yeah. this gecko guy is deserves, deserves credit, but I think this story has been yeah. told. That, that's a bit more old school too. That's like that reminds me of the good old days of like uh, you'd find those weird sort of like. Mythological websites that you just spend hours on. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know about uh, the guy who lied about having cancer on Reddit, but Which never made a new account? Yeah. So it just follows him around everywhere. Anytime he comments on anything, you're like, you the guy who fucking lied about getting canceled? Oh no. Yeah, it's real Whoa. bad. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. What's that? What did? Oh my god. <laughs> what did I just click on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's the. Okay, it's this one. Man, Justin Bird things is full of the classics. Oh, oh, okay. It's that really there? fat dude on the like the electric wheelchairs, like <laughs> getting like panning shots of some girl blowing a guy. Anyway, time. That was pornography. Yeah, that oh. was straight up porn. Uh, time for some dude soup closing announcements. Uh, first up, we're going to be at Extra Life this weekend, so tune into that. slash live, I presume. Oh, hold on. Uh, we'll also be mirroring it on uh, Funhouse TV. Cool. It's also on so, Twitch, too, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes, off of Millennials got, got me with the image memes. Or if you could throw that up for me, please. I don't know if that's the original, but it's yeah. certainly one of the classics. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's definitely fake. Other. Ah. It says I mastered the blockchain. That's they've they've it's definitely updated. updated it. But that picture is real. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other announcement, uh, you are currently listening or watching Dude Soup 199, which means that the next episode's gonna have two zeros on the end of it. And that means it's worth celebrating, so. Whoa. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have a little surprise for you guys. It will be pre-taped, because like I mentioned, we will be at Extra Life, so that's gonna throw some stuff off, but yes, prepare for some changes coming up. The, the shorter runtime is just one of those things, so. Yeah, that'll do it. Minor, minor changes. Minor changes. But thank you for watching. Uh, we've got, if you're watching live, we've got the post show coming right up. But aside from that, really appreciate your involvement. Uh, please leave a comment telling us how bullshit we are for shilling for Diablo. I would appreciate that. I don't think we should. I don't think we did that. Diablo. I don't think we did that. That was pretty stupid yeah. to do that. We were actually, yeah. we called them out pretty hard. Actually. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I have to admit, I, I bit <laughs> it a little bit on the Dude Soup Challenge this week. I was supposed to try to jack off to a picture of my own dick. Oh, yeah. Uh, but time got away from me. You didn't do it. I didn't do it, but I will. I will. Okay. It's weird when you're not on this show every week. Like, you come back. Continuity's hard. Like, it's a what bitch, happened? Man. The challenge. Uh, it's the same but different. He has to get off to a picture of only his own dick. It can't be anything else. I think he understands it. No, it's I just, get it. Yeah, just, no, I understand. Yeah, you're just like, what's the question? You're just like Brooks what's when he gets about out it? of Shawshank. He's like, the world's really got up. We got in a hurry. Yeah, my hands hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Piss boss. <laughs> yeah, make sure to tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion to whether or not I can jack off to my own dick. Also, <laughs> a, uh, a mystery surprise. That, I thought that was the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> it just opens. I did it! And then that's it. Credits. Well, gang, we got another mystery afoot. Yeah. Here's Let's the 200 go. more. Get in the man! <laughs> All right, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.